Hello, dear listener, and welcome to Marriage, the Godly Institution podcast. My name is Joy, and I'm also the author of the book Marriage, the Godly Institution. Through this podcast, I'm bringing you the content of my book. Each episode will cover a new chapter. I hope you will like it. In our previous episode, we looked at the kind of a husband you need to marry. Today, we shall look at the role of parents. Parents, I know one of our greatest desires after we have nurtured our children and seen them through their education lives is to see them get married and have families. Most parents, after their children get married, long for that day when they will hold newborn grandchildren in their hands. The joy of many parents is their grandchildren. Our parents were very hard on us, but when we leave them with their grandchildren, We hardly hear them shout at them, regardless of their age, they will love to do everything for them. The word of God says in Proverbs 17, 6, grandchildren are the crowning glory of the aged. Parents are the pride of their children. Parents, let us be not only excited about the grandchildren God will bless us with, but also be concerned about the marriages of our children. Our joy should be to see them live peacefully and happily in their marriages. For our children to enjoy a peaceful and happy marriage, we have a role to play as parents. Some of these roles are, number one, educate them. As parents, we are reminded to train our children in the way they need to go so that when they grow up, they do not depart from these ways. The word of God says in Proverbs 22, 6, start children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Training of our children should not only be tied to virtues, but as they advance in age, they need to be educated about the marital life. Most parents stop training and counseling their children immediately they finish high school. They leave the children to the church and youth groups to offer them more training. When our children finish high school, the next thing they engage in is looking for boyfriends and girlfriends and dating. To them, it is normal and that is the way to go. Those who have reached the age of marriage one partner after the other in the name of looking for a suitable marriage partner. As this dating goes on, a lot of sexual immorality takes place. Our children have no idea of the results it causes them apart from unwanted pregnancies and sexually transmitted diseases. When they are tired of dating, they land on any partner they decide on as their marital partner. They have no idea what marriage is all about. Once they get into marriage, they become confused. They do not know their roles. They practice what they saw their parents do, whether good or bad. They end up separating or divorcing when the heat in marriage becomes too hot for them to handle. Parents, when our children start high school and even university classes, let us use most of the holiday period to educate them on what marriage entails. During the Easter and Christmas holidays, when we go on vocation with our children, this is the time to teach them about marriage. 
Let them know that marriage is a covenant. This covenant is made by mature people who are ready to remain committed to the vows. Let them know that a wife and a husband have roles to play and God hates separation and divorce. We should let our children understand that we don't just marry from anywhere we think and don't just marry anybody. A lady should trust in God for a wise husband and a man should trust in God for a prudent wife. All this information needs not to be taught at once it can be divided into units to be taught during different vocations to enable our children to internalize and ask questions don't wait for premarital counseling that only takes a few sessions they don't concentrate during this time because their minds are fixed on the wedding day they cannot grasp all at once number two pray for them. As we pray for wisdom, long life, divine health and a bright future for our children let us not forget to pray that God will deliver them from sexual immorality, help them to remain pure until he blesses them with marriage partners. Marriage is an important stage in the lives of our children. It is a get of either a good or a bad life. Let's fast and pray that God blesses our children with godly partners, that is prudent wives and wise husbands. As we make these prayers, let us pray for our children that them as well will become wise husbands and prudent wives in the future. We need to pray always without getting tired. Wait on God until we see it come to pass in the lives of our, chi- of our children. As we pray for the right marriage partners for our children, let's not push God and our children to the wall, but trust in him that he does it at the right time. God's work is perfect and he never comes late. Let's pray that they get married in God's time. If you are waiting on God for the right partner, God knows when. Number three, guide them. Lack of patience may come in our children as they wait on God for the right partners. Let us stand with them, encourage them, and speak home in hope in them so that they do not give up on this promise. When our prayers are answered finally, let us guide our children to do everything in the right way, starting from parents, from knowing parents from both sides, giving of dowry, wedding plans until they enter into the covenant of marriage. Let us not forget that in every step, God sees our children through as they prepare and get into marriage. As parents, we should return before God with thanksgiving. Next, leave them to grow. We have learned that when a man leaves his father and mother and joins his wife, they become one flesh. Parents, marital Partners are two people being molded into one flesh. In the process of becoming one, especially in the first two to three years, there will be a misunderstanding, friction, disagreement, but all this is not for their destruction, but a process of growth. After they have grown and understood each other, they will accept each other with their weakness and strength and start operating like one. As parents, let's not divulge so much into their issues. When they call or visit us with lots of complaints, our work should be to encourage them and pray for them. Let us not take sides, but give them hope. It is a growth period. Next, love them. Parents, I know we have loved our children ever since we conceived them. We have a strong bond with them, but God's ways are unique. They will leave us one day to go and bond with another body to become one flesh. 
That is how it's meant to be according to God's plan. They love us and we love them. As they bond with their spouses, let's not fight for their love with their spouses, but rather extend our love to them as a new person. Let us not love our children alone, but love them with their spouses because they are now one. Since our prayer is for them to enjoy a happy and a peaceful marriage, let's celebrate their achievements with thanksgiving, prayers, and offerings to the Almighty God, just the way we used to celebrate and thank God for their birthdays. We know for them to continue bonding with one flesh. They need to build on their friendship and to do things together. Since grandchildren are our joy and glory, let us offer to stay with the grandchildren so that they get time to go on holiday and spend time together. Parents, when God husband and wife, the three pillars of marriage work together, our children will enjoy a happy and successful marriage. However, with our prayers, guidance, counsel, encouragement, and love, this goal's achievement will be easier. Let us not let our children go through the suffering, ignorance, and pain we experienced. Let this change start with us. Nothing is impossible with God. I hope you enjoyed this part of my book. If you found it helpful, send me a message and please let me know. In our next episode, we shall look at what marriage has got to do with the rest of your life. Thank you for listening.